it's easy for me to be in a business where I sell jeans and it's all about profit, money making. It becomes super easy. But like when you have a big idea, uh, a bigger purpose, that's what keeps us going. That's what builds companies. That's what builds big brands. You're listening to One More Question, a podcast by the people of Nice Work. One of the things we often catch ourselves saying is, can we just ask you one more question? And that's the antithesis of what this podcast is. It's about sharing the best conversations we've had with significant creators, experts, and communicators. The people that we've encountered as we go about our work of making people care by creating purposeful brands. This season is focused around unpacking the topic of purpose, exploring what purpose means in its many forms, and we share how people are using purpose to build great companies and successful brands. I'm your host, Ross Drex. Today on the podcast, I talked to Tsepo Mohala. Having learned his craft at the Amsterdam Jean School and believing in Denim's ability to tell a story, he took 8,000 Rand to make 100 pairs of jeans, and with that, he launched his brand Tsepo. Guided by his clear purpose of connecting to people through the stories his designs tell, he shares his philosophy towards building a brand, that it takes time to build a champion, and how putting people before profit has endeared him to a community found in the right partners, and created many opportunities. Enjoy. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast. It's really great to have you on here. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. Um, sure. I don't know. I, I didn't expect technology to be so difficult for me. Um, but yeah, we're here. <laughs> so it's a bit of a mission yeah, we need- in, but uh, we learn. You're supposed to be the like young one, the, the one who's able to do all of this stuff. I am so disappointed in myself, but uh, we learn and we grow. It's a new, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. You okay, know? Right. Um, I'm from a minor world. Um, we do everything by hand, um, but now I'm just getting used to the technology, the machinery, <laughs> um, the thinking, the idea, and it's like it's all so many things. Like I moved from um, from uh, from Windows to Apple, and like it's just two different worlds, and it could mess your mind up. But yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. So, so I suppose I, I want to jump jump right into it. Like uh, yeah, yeah. you know, when we we started recording this this season, just sort of exploring um, how people are using purpose in different ways, and and your name has come up a couple of times. Can you can you just talk a little bit about how you how you think about y- your sort of purpose as a as a as a jeans maker or as a fashion designer? I think for me, like purpose goes beyond. Um, just fashion design, just denim. It just um, it's 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 the big idea, you know. Um, I feel like for me, it's uh, it's easy for me to be in a business where I sell jeans and it's all about profit, money making. It becomes super easy. But like when you have a big idea, uh, a bigger purpose, that's what keeps us going. That's what builds companies. That's what builds big brands, I suppose. Um, um, for me, I'm not in a business of of um, exchanging a pair of jeans to, to money. But for me, it's all about, um, it's what, what drives us, what keeps us going, you know, what keeps us while we're here, while we're here as a business, while we're here as individuals. Um, we are driven by that um, beyond just uh, um, just selling a pair of jeans. A pair of jeans is just uh, that one thing that you can feel. 
You know, it's, uh, it, it, you can fill a, uh, our purpose through a pair of jeans, but with, uh, with us, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's our main driver um, for the business. It's, it's why we're here. So how would you describe your purpose to, to the how, listeners? How, how would I describe our purpose to our, to our listeners? I, I think for us, uh, my business partner and I, we, we, when we first started out, we're like, you know, for me, I come from a, uh, um, a storytelling background and I've always wanted to be a storyteller. And I realized that um, if you want to touch people, just tell them a story and they will never forget you. And, and, and for, for us, that was like one of our bigger purposes. And in, in when I started my brand is that like I wanted to tell stories using a pair of jeans. Um, but then again, I realized that there's so much more beyond that. Um, we sat down and we're like, let's lay down our values. We're like, um, it's all about quality, um, creativity, innovation, but also people before product. You know, we value more people. So, for instance, um, where we are based at Victoria Yards, it's a small community in Lawrenceville, um, right across the Nando's headquarters. And it's a small, dilapidated neighborhood. And I'm so proud that I got to be part of the change makers in that space. Um, and we, we, when I started, we decided that, you know, um, we're going to hire people from the community. So people that uh, work for us, the ladies that work in our atelier, um, walk to work um they don't have to spend their money on transportation or have taxi problems and all those um, type of problems that come with um traveling um they walk to work and we had to upskill them um so we collaborated with a school in amsterdam where i went to um learn how to make a pair of jeans um brought the master tailor and the co-founder to come into the space and ran a program taught the ladies how to make a pair of jeans from start to finish and they became master tailors um you can't tell them anything about jeans they tell me <laughs> on top of that so <laughs> um so for us that's what, what one of the things that we really wanted to do and also is like people before product where we're in in these testing times is that um we make sure that um, people have um, medical insurance they are well taken care of the working condition is okay they are inspired they're educated sorry but um they 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 get um, education, they get um, upskilled above everything else. So for us, those are the type of things that we wanted to do. And uh, one of the reasons we also understand that it takes, takes time to build a champion. You know, um, I've always wanted to be that one brand that's going to be super big in like three years time. But I then realized that it takes time to build a champion. And um, this is not a... 100 meter run it's a marathon you know um it's we 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 we're building a brand for for generation and generation this is not just a brand it's a business and also it's gonna um do a whole lot of impact in the community and that's what um personally i wanted to achieve when i became an, uh, an entrepreneur or a businessman or a designer if you may say i love that so i like that i mean i love that statement of it um it takes time to build a champion uh, you know, so 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 you seem to be quite um, philosophical about business um, and and going into business. Uh, I'm interested to know, like, where did this, like, how did this, where did this come from? Like, how did you, how did you end up thinking like this? Uh, are, you, are you the outlier, or is there someone showing you, showing you a, a different way? 
I mean, uh, I was lucky that I came from a Christian background. I was lucky that uh, my mom and my dad divorced, uh, separated when I was young. Um, I know it's a bad thing, but um, it put me in a different world whatsoever. I got to look at and view the world in such in, in different eyes. Um, I was raised by my granny, and my granny is a pastor, a masterful storyteller. I mean, she's one person when she jumps on stage and paints a picture, or when she uh, tells a, sends a message, she uses storytelling as a vehicle to uh, send a message of hope. And uh, for me, that's uh, always one thing that I've always wanted to emulate in my life. Um, I've always wanted to be like her. And uh, growing up in our neighborhood, uh, my grannies, we at home, we never had our gates locked. People would just walk in and, uh, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning, having problems in their marriages, having problems with their kids, and my granny would open that door and, and and have conversations with people. And for me, I've always wanted to be that, you know. Um, she's a storyteller. She's a philosopher. She reads a lot. And I guess the bug bit me. Um, 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 I've always thought that I've always wanted to make a change in the world, but I was a shy person. But um, I thought, like, I'd probably eventually become a pastor. But um, um, uh, uh, the world took, steered me to a different direction whatsoever. Um, and and for me, it's like I think that rubbed off. And and I think deeply about things. You know, um, like making a pair of jeans is not uh, as easy as it looks. Um, we go so deep into in, in into our denim making. It's not just a pair of jeans. Um, we source from the best in the world. We source locally as much as we possibly can. Um, for instance, with some of the fabrics that we use, it's uh, cotton sourced from Zimbabwe, sent to Japan. Zimbabwean cotton, if you're speaking denim, in the world, Zimbabwean cotton is the best in the world because it's handpicked. Um, the conditions are, are, are proper. My, my friends and I would make a joke um, saying that if you can survive Mugabe, you can survive anything, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and the cotton is sent to to, to Japan. Um, indigo died, naturally died in, in Japan, handmade, brought back into South Africa, made by the ladies in Victoria Yards and um, delivered to, 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 to you, you know? And so for us, like the, the process is, is, is really, really much more important. And um, I guess it becomes, it almost becomes a, a business philosophy, but it's the things that we believe in. Um, we believe that um, Africa has so much to offer to the world. Um, we believe that Africa has so much talent. Africa has so much creativity. Um, we believe that Africa is not here for handouts from the world, but you know we have so much more to offer to the world as well. And um, that's where we exist. That's why we're here. So, so I love it. it. Seems like you know a lot of the hands or a lot of the people that are involved in the process. You know, from from the the bush all the way to it becoming a full set of jeans. Like how. How has this idea of people before products um, benefited you? Like, how is it, you know, it's, it's all well and good to say that and it's a, a nice thing to say, but how has it helped you as a business? How has it helped uh, drive your, your company forward? I think for me, like personally, I've always wanted anything and everything that I do. I've always wanted to have an impact on the hundredth person. 
you know, like there's a philosophy I have in my head. It's like, it's like um, whatever hundred bucks I make, like it has to impact the hundredth person if the person doesn't even know me. And that's my personal belief. And we've taken that personal belief and, and put it into business. And um, it has really, really impacted our business in such a great way. Um, everybody who's bought into Temple Jeans from 2015 when we first started out can see where their money has been and where their money is going. Um, they can see the growth, the gradual growth is not too fast, it's not too slow, but it's very nice and uh, and and gradual. So for us, like um, we've seen that having a very positive impact in our business. And I also personally believe that what's good for business is good for society. You know, what's good for society is good for business. And when you create a business, you have to create an ecosystem around you that um, even in the hardest and most difficult times, you can still survive, you can still sour. I like that. And I suppose you've made a place in your community and you've affected your community around you. Like how does Absolutely. how does the community there feel about Temple Jeans? Like how do how do you... <laughs> So the craziest thing happened last week. Um so we've designed this one beautiful denim mask. And uh, so one of my employees um, goes out for lunch and uh, he runs to the stores and when he comes back he doesn't have his mask on. He's like, yo, Boza, um, may I please have a new mask? I'm like, well, you have to buy one. He's like, okay, cool, it's fine. I'm like, what happened to yours? He's like, no, some dude on the street walked up. He's like, yo, is that a temple mask? He's like, yeah. And I was like, um, can I see it? So he's like, okay, cool. He gave it to the guy. The guy ran away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like um, we've kind of really extremely impacted the community in, 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 in ways that I myself can't like um, 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 take credit for. You know, um, one of our, our brand manager has is running a school in the community where um, she's uh, she has a class for like forty kids who haven't been going to school in such a long time, just from from the ages of eight to fourteen. Just reminding them that, um, reminding them how to read, reminding them how to speak English, reminding them how to you know, be part of the society. And for us, like, um, also, like, our employees or our team members have also taken a stand forward to be part of the change in the community that we're in. And uh, and, and for me, that's one of the most beautiful things I've, I've ever seen, I've ever experienced in my entire life. So is that the aspiration? You want a brand that people are willing to steal on the streets? <laughs> yeah, I want a brand that people would love to steal. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy, but it's beautiful. <laughs> so now tell me, uh, you've got quite a, uh, an interesting take on the fabric denim. Um, can you, can you tell me your idea of what denim is and, and what it means and, and why denim? Sure. Why denim? Um, for me, it's like, it's all about the story, you know, going back to, to, to our first principle, which is the story. Um, the nice thing about blue jeans is that when you put them on, when you find, when you finally find your perfect fit, it, um, it's a raw blue jeans, nothing, no washes, just gold stitches or whatever stitches that you've chosen, but the right fit. Um, the more you start wearing it, it starts telling your story, you start emulating you, it becomes the perfect fit for your body. We could all buy the same size of jeans, 
but um, five years down the line, it's going to start telling your story. You know, if you are a dude who's always in the office, you have a wallet in your back pocket, it uh, starts fading on those spots on your knees. If you're a mechanic, you'll see a bit of oil. If you're a doctor, you know, depending on which industry you're in, if you're a traveler, um, it tells your story. It becomes your ID, your passport, you know. Um, and I think for me, like um, jeans has been like really one of the, it's probably one of the hardest things to sell because it's such a very sentimental um, 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 item. You know, you don't just wake up in the morning and just go to a store and buy a pair of jeans, but you really, really think about it because you can dress it up, you can dress it down, you can play in it, and you want to feel comfortable more especially. So for me, it's uh, the storytelling element of um, jeans um, was my first interest, um, but then it started going deeper into the making you know, um, who made the cotton? Where's the cotton coming from? Um, what's the living conditions of the people who are making the cotton? So we can trace from um, the person who farmed the cotton, where they live, what's their name, um, to the person who died from the, and from from the ink manufacturer to uh, or the dye manufacturer to to the guy who made the fabric, to the guy who sold it, to the guy who put the rivets on. So for us, it's like we can see that value chain. And for me, I think um, I'd rather. I know it's it's really one of the most expensive and hardest ways of doing business in this world, um, but um, I think it has much more impact. And um, I would really love to impact more people. And that's why we've gone so deep into the denim world, into the denim fabric. And it's one of the most um, sustainable fabrics. Um, um, also has created a bit of a, a mess in the world. But um, there's so many new technologies in the fabrics, new technologies and the dyeing processes. And also now that the world is in a slow pace, um, everybody's just um, looking for that one perfect pair of jeans. Drawler take you three months to get the right perfect pair of jeans, um, but it was worth it, you know? So, um, so for me, that's um, why I, I, I got into the space. I love that. I mean, I, I, I enjoy that there's, there's so much storytelling in your brand. And I think it's, it's, it's a, such a easy way to, to touch people. Um, you know, cause if you can, if you can, capture that little bit of emotion in them they 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 sold forever like they 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 in absolutely it's not just about a skinny model on a car for sure <laughs> and it's it's it, it, it's for us it's like it's it's real you know these things are not uh, manufactured they're not fabricated you can walk into victoria yards and you can see the stuff we can take it to the to the cotton farms we you know it's 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 real it's a real thing and that's what is like super super exciting you know, it's a real change. And the bigger the brand goes, the more impact we make in, in different communities and different villages. Um, currently, we're talking about opening a uh, um, an indigo farm here in South Africa. Um, there's 600 species of indigo around the world. And uh, there's 800 species, rather, around the world of uh, of indigo dye. And 600 of them are uh, based in, uh, are found in Africa. And the most um, 11 of them, which are the most um, 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 premium or the most, the best ones in, in the market, are from Africa. And um, we've looked at that and we're like, yo, why don't we open our own uh, indigo farm? You know, um, and we can impact a small community and um, upskill people. And I think a lot of people are looking for for purpose. And um, if you also become part of 
something big, you know, you're just an element where you are a farmer who's doing, who's doing the cotton and you're a farmer who's doing um, the indigo and you're a farmer who's um, milling, putting all things together and you see the end product where I'm being worn by the president of the country or that is such a fulfilling thing. And, um, and, and for us, that's where we're trying to steer the business to. That's where we're um, trying to steer the brand to. Um, it's all about impact. It's all about shared value. Um, and, and everything has to be shared. You know, it's not about um, buying Tepo Ferrari. I love that. So, so are you ultimately going to end up trying to bring all of the, the Indigo production and dyeing and, and fabric making to South Africa? Are you, are you looking to, to localize all of that? That's that's the vision, you know. We want to create a one hundred percent made in Africa pair of jeans. You know, if we have the best cotton, if we have the best indigo, if we have um, the best makers, why don't we have the best? Uh, why can't we do everything locally? It's a bit hard. It's a bit tough, but um, that's the goal. And uh, nothing worth having is uh, it's easy, you know. So uh, it's such an exciting goal for me um, and the business. And uh, we, we, we're really looking forward to what the next uh, couple of years are going to present uh, for Tepo Jeans. I think that's awesome. So, so tell me, like, you know, all this stuff, it sounds really good. Like when you, when you talk about it, it sounds really good. But, you know, there's all these stories. How have your the, the consumers, how have the customers who bought the jeans, how have they reacted to the stuff? And, and do, do you see people coming back? Do you see the same faces over and over again? Like how has this played out for you? We see a lot of faces coming back and back a lot. Um, I mean, like I've had a guy who's been a customer from day one. You know, he's bought like from the first pair of jeans I've ever made to every single item that we have in the store. And those are the type of people that keeps us going crazy. It's like we need to design something new. We need to design <laughs> something new. And uh, that for us is uh, is, 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 is a goal because we have a loyal customer base um, and they keep on telling their friends and they tell their friends and the word of mouth is growing and um, we're living in a digital world. Um, Tepo as a brand is um, has a bit of influence and a bit of uh, um, a landmark on the social media space and um, we've been taking um, advantage of that. Um, we've seen a whole lot of celebrities coming into our space, buying our stuff and they, you know, we don't use influencer marketing but um, when influencers and celebrities were our stuff and they bought the stuff it it also creates a bigger network of people and yeah we've seen a, a, a repeat of customers and also i mean like um we've learned a lot we've learned from our mistake being a small business you know sometimes it's like the service has gone wrong and you have to fix that and you learn from that and people are not happy and you learn you know we've uh, been I've been doing one pair of jeans for the past five years, um, just trying to get it right, you know, and every time just um, hear feedback from people um, telling us, yo, I didn't like it, but next time do this and that. If it's a common thing, then we just start trying it out. Um, and that has gone into our fabrics, our fit, our our dyeing methods, our washing methods. It has really translated in so many things, and that's the only way for us to create world-class jeans. So do you think the story, do you think the story is going to build a bigger, you know, a, a bigger brand or a bigger conversation than, than some of these international brands? Because I know kind of a, a lot of people I speak to in SA love the idea. As soon as they get any money, they jump straight for international brands. It's like, it's like almost the first move, you know? Um, do you think that's going to switch around? 
Um, I, I mean, it's going to take a bit of time. You know, um, we're competing against friends that have been there for, for years. We're competing against friends that have heritage. We're competing against friends that have a lot of financial backup, a lot of marketing. Every second movie that you open, you can see it. Um, every Netflix, whatever, you, they're extremely visible. And um, that's what we're competing against. Um, but I think a whole lot of people are very conscious of what they're buying lately. Mm. Um, and that has um, 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 really, really contributed into to the success of so many small businesses locally, um, so many small brands, um, and and because a whole lot of people are conscious of what they're wearing, where it's come, where it comes from, who made it, and also everybody wants to be South. I think a lot of people now are more conscious of building something great from South Africa. You know, um, I think our time is now to build something um, unbelievable. Like I said, it's it's, it's Africa for Africans, it's Africa for the world. Um, um, if we can make affected the stuff locally i think for me it's like africa is not for handouts you know um and that's some of the reasons why a whole lot of people would wear all these big expensive brands because to show that hey also in africa we can afford it's not just for handouts mm. um so i feel like a lot of people are we we all have one goal we have one vision we want to build something great from south africa or from africa as a continent and um it's not just like you know crafty it's um it's really 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 world class. Um, you compare the product to another product from an, from around the world, the level is the same, if not better. Um, and and that's what we pride ourselves in. I mean, I I I think you've been very clever there because you sort of you're matching quality one for one. You're matching the the craft yeah. one for one, and then you're using yeah. I think purpose and story as a, a way of of reaching people because obviously the the big brands especially the ones that are owned by massive brand houses have a much bigger yeah. advertising budget they've got more reach they've got more heritage they've got more time more designers they are more yeah. of everything and this is a way to sort of authentically step aside and, and have a slightly different conversation that people ultimately notice Absolutely. And I think like um, the world, when, when I went to Amsterdam a couple of years ago, a year ago, um, I, I had a chat with, uh, with a dude from uh, the creative director from G-Star. He's like, yo, Taps, we don't know what's happening in Africa. We're literally waiting for Africa to tell us what's happening because we have no information whatsoever coming from Africa. And, 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 and I feel like, you know, um, it's, 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 it's really, really high time for more brands to come out from South Africa, um, from Africa and not really crafty, but really world class and can compete. And, and because the world is really hungry for Africa. You know, um, uh, um, they, they haven't seen anything except for Prince. And, uh, um, and I think we um, care to, to change the narrative. I love that. I suppose on the topic of Africa, I'd like to ask the question of the the flag that's uh, sewn into every every pair of jeans. Pair of jeans. Yeah. I mean, like the flag is my pride. The flag is Tsepo. The flag is Africa. Um, it was inspired by a whole lot of things. It was inspired by my background, first and foremost, my culture. I'm Betty by, um, by, by Beth. Um, and, and after traveling around, um, the world and then traveling to, to, to West Africa, I, 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 
I realized that um, every, almost every country in Africa has the color red in it. They have the color yellow in their flag. And, uh, and I was, uh, it, it got me thinking of how do I make a, a blue pair of jeans not too obviously African, um, but have a little bit of Africa. And so I took all of those colors together, combined them, took the red, which is for me, it's about passion. Um, everywhere where, where you see the color red in Africa, it's all about blood. You know, it says blood was spilled, but then again, we're here, we're pushing forward. But for us, it's passion. You know, it's, it's, it's warmth, it's aggression, it's that we want it, we're young, we're full of fire, we're full of energy, umlilo, we call it. Um, and then um, blue is the blue of our, of our genes, it's, it's the blue of our color, it's the blue of our skin. And I think we say our blood is blue because um, blue is, 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 has literally changed my life. The color blue has changed my life and it's also about compassion. It's all about calmness, it's all about creativity. And yellow is wealth, you know. Um, I feel like um, Africa has so much wealth I feel like we have so much wealth that we're not really aware of, you know, um, and, and, um, and it's such an aggressive color. It's such a beautiful color. And um, for, for, so I put those two old three colors and we created a type of flag. And it has been probably one of the most beautiful things we've ever created. Um, I literally took pieces of paper together um, stitched them together and sent it to my designer. He created the flag, sent it back to me, put it on the T-shirt. Has been one of our most selling um, items, one of the most identifying items, um, 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 symbols rather, um, after our crown. And and for me, it makes me super proud to say, hey, this can it's it's extremely African. The colors are extremely bold, extremely aggressive. Um, but that's what Africa is all about. It's it's really loud. It's very vibrant. <laughs> I mean, my baby people are vibrant, you know. Um, if you uh, when we when I uh, look at uh, my baby people when they're doing f- weddings, they wear vibrant colors: a, a bright red, a bright yellow, a bright blue. And um, that um, for me is, is is always going to carry the story of Tepo, carry the story of our brand, and carry the story of Africa and and our baby people. I love that. So, so tell me, how did you find? You know, you've got partners in this business. How did you? How did you um, get your? Uh, you know, like this purpose across and these values across with with uh, a third party or an, another person who steps into the business with you. I think. I think for me is uh, it's. Oh. My, I got my partner through first and they bought a pair of jeans from me. Um, then we started having real conversations um, and we started have, becoming friends before we became partners. You know, we've been friends for over three years um, and we really, really got to know each other. First and foremost, I feel like um, partnerships is all about marriage. Uh, it's, it's, it's like marriage, you know, um, and, and, and for us, we had to understand each other first before actually started getting to say I do um but um and and for me when I met the person I was like I didn't really want to go in as a partnership but it was like yo I like you such a cool dude I can I enjoy having conversations with you you think purpose you don't think um um, profit and those are the type of people that I keep around me and when it was a time for the business to scale um i started having those type of conversations with different people and i was like yo man i have a friend who really shares my values who really understand what family is who really understand what building is and um let's have the conversation are you willing to come on board and we're like yo taps 
let's do it, you know. And it wasn't a matter of the craziest thing that ever happened for me. It wasn't a matter of um, um, sell me your financials. Let's see what's going to happen where you are. It was like, okay, cool, Taps. Let's go. There's no, it's, it, it was a blank check, but not really a blank check. Um, and, and, and because we share the same values, we share the same purpose, and, um, and we were really, really passionate about Africa. I love that it feels like that's almost like people before profit kind of coming coming to yeah, life yeah. in a in a partnership yeah. too. Absolutely. So so dude, Absolutely. I mean, I think just to just to close out, I love I love sort of your philosophy, and and I think it's it's so lovely to see brands coming out of South Africa that have a a, a local a local take, but also kind of are globally relevant, which is, I think where other countries have done much better than we have uh, in creating yeah, things sure. that everybody can identify with, but it still speaks back to where they come from. You know, what are mm-hmm. the, what are the plans? Like what are the, what is the, the, the master plan for, for Tepo jeans? Like what do people need to look out for? Oh, um, I think we, uh, we're building a very we're building a a global brand um um um, um it, we're building a global brand from south africa to the world and 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 for 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 the next uh, couple of years i think we just want to have our feet in in our footprint in in the uk in japan in in new york that's where we're looking at in terms of having our footprint, but also with a strong influence in our country. Um, we're looking at um, having doing a couple of collaboration with different um, retailers, super, super exciting stuff, which um, also speak back to our story. It's stuff with purpose. It's sending a message of purpose all the time, sending a message of hope, and it always links back to what we're doing. So um, I think for us, a lot of people should be looking out for collaboration, super exciting collaboration. I believe in doing um, small things with big people because that has um, a big impact and and yeah we've uh, we've managed to you know have interesting conversation with big people and uh, do small things i love that man so thank you so much for for sharing your your sort of authenticity and your story and your passion for this and and i hope that uh, people who can hear this can can realize that these kind of things are are doable um and and uh, i suppose my favorite thought from this is that it takes time to build a champion and it feels like you're definitely building a champion here so thank you for coming on the podcast thank you so much ross no i appreciate it i appreciate it looking forward to hearing yeah. this and uh yeah um glad that we can speak to to millions of people and uh, <laughs> just doing it like this you know <laughs> right man and uh, i guess with that we will close it out and we'll catch you in the next one thank you Cheers. Peace out. Thank you for listening. In the words of Carlos Cobian, sharing knowledge is an obligation. So if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please send it on to them. This is our second season, and we'd be super grateful if you'd hit that subscribe button. And if you think we're worth it, give us a review. We welcome feedback, good or bad. We release an episode every two weeks. One more question is brought to you by the people at NiceWork, a purpose-led branding company in Johannesburg, South Africa. If you'd like to further this conversation, reach out at www.nicework.co.za. And if you're a little bit old school, let us know and we'll make you a mixtape.